Alright, we're recording. Welcome. Back to Barbells and Brews, anyone that's fucking listening. <laughs> that may be like three people that actually listen to this. Hey, I'm following. <laughs> Tyler? Oh, I just said your name. I was going to say, who are you? Uh, well, my name's Tyler Song. Nice to meet you, Spencer Herrick. Where, <laughs> where are you from? Uh, I'm from Elk Mound, Wisconsin, or at least that's where I went to high school. I lived in Eau Claire, Wisconsin until I was 18. Our high schools were rivals. Our high schools were rivals. We've known each other for quite a while. Except for your football team and like most of your we sport like, teams. We were rivals only by title because like yeah. most of the people were pretty chill with each other between uh -huh. our schools, but we were like supposed to be big rivals. I know. And the sucky part was that your guys' football team was so much better than ours. It just like kind of sucked playing. Like literally every time we played Elk Mound, I was like, I don't want to do this at all. This is going to suck. It was the opposite for at least my freshman and sophomore year because we were, we were pretty bad then. But then everything flipped, and then you guys were bad for a little bit. <laughs> we still are bad. <laughs> I looked up what our school ranks in all of Wisconsin. So there's 376 schools or high schools in Wisconsin that play 11-man football. Mm -hmm. Guess what Colfax is ranked? 375 373 oh that's pretty good <laughs> it's it's so it's bad <laughs> we are literally third from the bottom well i think that my junior year and senior year we went one and eight sophomore year i believe we went like oh and eight or oh and nine that was the year we had a our head coach just came from like uh six and three year in mm -hmm. like round one of the playoffs they lost next year went 0 and 9 <laughs> and then he quit because he just couldn't find fulfillment in it anymore it was it was the same for elk mound because we had like a 16 and 0 or like a 15 in one season the time yeah. before one went away from going to state or something like that mm -hmm. and then the next year was my freshman year, and we didn't win a single game. So, <laughs> and we didn't win a single game the next year too. So. Yeah, that's really that's really how uh, Dunn County, Wisconsin football goes. It's always really rough. Wait, were you guys Dunn County or Eau Claire we, County? We were Dunn County, at least then. I think now it's different, but I don't really follow it anymore. So, um, I don't either. I haven't went to a Colfax game in a while. I don't really feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, when did you start powerlifting? I started powerlifting my freshman year of high school because they started a club my freshman year of high school. Oh, it was a club? Is yeah. it still a club or is it a varsity sport? I think now it's a sport, but when it started, it was it was just a club. And I can't play basketball, so I was like, might as well do this. That's exactly my thought. And then I fell in love with lifting, and now I'm here. No. <laughs> there no, were a couple here. steps in between there, but... Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, I think, oh, a minute, I forgot to turn this up. That's the actual mic volume. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, I started powerlifting when I was a sophomore, but I remember, like, seeing a bunch of people doing it freshman year, and I was just way too chicken to actually, like, try and do it. When did it start in Colfax? Same year as Same you guys. Year? Yeah. I think that's when a lot of the schools around us kind of started. Hmm. I don't know who, like... Really, like message or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but we had two kids. Or wait, 
four, we had four people from our school that were like the class before me that lifted. Um, and then my class, there was like seven or eight people. Yeah, I was the, I was the only guy. <laughs> there was all the rest were girls. It started off as four in my grade, but uh, we got a lot of people over the years. But we had one girl, three guys, and I think nine people on the team total. Who were the OG three guys in your class? Uh, the OGs. So there was it was me, George Freeberg, and uh, Austin Owens. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else trickled in after mm-hmm. that. It's kind of nuts how big it's evolved mm-hmm. in our state, especially going from state sophomore year to state, um, like even the past like two years is nuts. Mm-hmm. It's gotten so and bigger. They go to that big warehouse in yeah. Appleton. Uh-huh. I actually really like that venue. I it's like really it a lot nice. too. Yeah. I just like the wide open space and there's like, you're not like bumping shoulders with people and everybody. And that's one thing about uh, collegiate nationals. When we went there, there's a different venue every mm-hmm. year. And sometimes it's just freaking cramped back there. Well, what year did you guys go to Texas? Uh, Texas was 2018, mm. I believe. That um, venue looked sick. Yeah, that it was pretty cool because it was inside of the uh, football stadium. Yeah. Just in like the area where... Like, everybody walks towards the stadium, but it's still, like, inside. And, like, they had all the weights set up in, like, the area where they drive the carts around to, like, move equipment and stuff. Yeah. They just had, like, lines of squat racks going, like, Mm. just all the way down. Like, as far as the eye can see, it was pretty awesome. I wish that I could have went freshman year when I came here. It was in Ohio when everyone else went Mm -hmm. that year. Um, But then I absolutely destroyed my lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, at the collegiate state meet, and I was like, <laughs> "Can't do it. <laughs> I will kill myself." But that venue looked kind of cool too. What did you think of that one? That's the same one where they hold the Arnold at. So it was, mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Um, the one thing I had a problem with was the warm up area when we were like warming up to lift. It was like right behind the platform. But in that session, there was like 135 or so lifters, oh, yeah. and they were all chucked behind the stages, mm-hmm. and so it was cramped, cramped. Well, also, I saw like a couple of videos of that that meet. Wasn't there like a ramp to get up to the Yeah, there's platform? a ramp on like behind that goes up to the platform. There's like five ramps because there's five platforms. That was weird, too, especially for the equip lifters because they mm-hmm. had to walk up yeah. that. That's kind of sucky yeah i saw a video of a girl that lifted at that meet she was like 132 or whatever weight class that mm-hmm. is she was in the the small one and she had to be like lifted up by her coach and taken up it because she just like couldn't waddle up it fast yeah. enough i mean i feel bad for those equipped lifters anyways walking up to the platform yeah it just oh. doesn't look comfortable <laughs> most of the time how long did you lift equipped uh i Technically, three years, but I would say only two. Our freshman year, we were kind of, like, disorganized, so we get, like, half equipped, half not. Uh-huh. We had, like, single-ply wrestling singlets. For, oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. some, like, old leather weightlifting belts. Yep. And then we 
some of us used knee wraps, but that was the extent of our equip lifting. Mm-hmm. And then the next few years, we started getting a little bit more funding, and we started making some money at the high school because we were um, uh, we started hosting our own meets, mm-hmm. and so we had plenty of money to just like buy equipment for the kids and whatnot. And so then we actually started doing more serious equip stuff. But then a lot of the high schools just switched over to raw, which mm-hmm. happened. 2017 I believe and so a lot of I'd say like 95% of people at least switched over to raw mm-hmm. if you go to a meet like one of our meets like the regional ones mm-hmm. how many equip lifters do you think you'll see five maybe that's a that's a lot even yeah that's a that's a high estimate because I remember when I first started like sophomore year equipped it was now at that point it was like 70 to or it was like 60-40. Equipped was 60, mm-hmm. 40 was raw. And then, like, I remember I came in and my equipped equipped suit was literally just a singlet mm-hmm. and I had knee wraps. And then the next year I actually got, like, good suits. Yeah. But I remember I was lifting against, like, all the big boys in my class and I was like, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of, I'm, I was really bad at it at the time and I just didn't have really good equipment. Mm-hmm. It was just rough times, but I had Ratcliffe in my weight class, mm-hmm. and he was such a huge help. Yeah, I, he was always like, kind of like that metaphorical big brother for a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah. I not personally for me, I never really knew him as close as a lot of the other people. But there were a lot of people mm-hmm. from my school and Colfax, and then Bloomer especially that looked up to that guy a lot. Well, I mean, even Colfax, it was like. Maybe two people that actually knew him. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Bloomer and Elk Bond, I think there's a lot more people that kind of knew of him or knew yeah. him. There were, at least in my grade, there was, like, George Freeberg and Ryland Maves, and they were pretty close. And then mm-hmm. my cousin who lifted in Bloomer, Carter Welch, mm-hmm. he was really close with Ryan, too. Yeah. I actually got a bencher from him. Oh, yeah? One of my first, the first bench shirt I ever used, I got from him. The first bench shirt I ever used, I got from your coach in high really? school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I remember one time we went, do you remember Mikhail Liefried? Yeah. We went to, like, a practice at New Richmond, mm-hmm. and it was, like, all the equipped lifters from New Richmond and Bloomer and us, we were all lifting together at New Richmond, and... There was some dude there that had a shirt on that was, like, benching, like, 600 pounds. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to put up, like, 300. <laughs> I don't know how some of those guys do it. <laughs> I know. It's Six, super nuts. It seems, like, so far away. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such, like, a mythical <laughs> number to put up, like, six or even 500 on bench. Mm-hmm. You, like, never see it. I know. I So this year with our athletes on football testing... I was lifting with, like, some of the seniors, or I was, like, watching them lift, and I was doing, like, recording and stuff, mm-hmm. and there were some of them, we do, like, ve- velocity-based tests, so just seeing how fast you can put up big numbers, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of them that were, like, they weren't maxing out, but they were doing, like, 365 as fast as they can, mm-hmm. and they all moved really fast, but I remember I was talking to them, and they were, like, yeah, freshman year, there was this one guy that would... Like, a guy on the football team, he would put up, like, 500 for, like, three reps. And it was, like, disgusting to watch. 
he was a lineman, of course. Apparently, he was just this big, like, he just had a giant gut and would just, like, kind of drop it on it. Fair enough. And then just, like, pop it off. I mean, if you got it, you might as well use it. <laughs> if you got it, use it. <laughs> yeah, it was super nuts. I think some of the best things to see at powerlifting meets in, like, our area is when it's coming down to, like, the last couple lifters and everyone just kind of, like, circles around. Yeah. That's kind of always kind of cool. Especially at, like, our, uh, like, the high school regional meets in the year. I assume those are the ones that you're talking about. Yeah. A lot of, like, the high schoolers are just, like, close with other schools. Mm-hmm. As, especially when we were in high school, like, obviously we're friends now and mm-hmm. we are at least buddies back then. So a lot of the kids are just kind of looking out for the other kids and mm-hmm. just cheering everybody on, which is a really cool environment to be yeah. in. But it also doesn't lack in that like competitive aspect. That's one thing that I always explain to people that don't know a lot about powerlifting is like you're obviously trying to compete. Like that's the whole purpose of mm-hmm. the sport. You're not there just to like have fun and throw some big weights around. You're mm-hmm. there to compete like at meets. Mm-hmm. But there's this like friendly atmosphere that just like hugs you yeah it's it's kind of like everybody knows that the other people lifting are their opponents quote-unquote but like most of the people there i would say are more concerned about how they are performing themselves Mm -hmm. which is really cool to see yeah there's not a lot of that like fighting and like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff that goes around yeah I, i don't think i've ever seen like a an argument at a <laughs> yeah <laughs> not even a fight like an argument is rare to see the closest thing I'll, I'll see is just like coaches and judges yeah coaches and that's judges. the closest thing sometimes but even that's like it's not that common yeah most of the coaches just don't fight with the judges because they know that the judges don't want to you know mm. make the wrong call it's not what they're there yeah. to do i i like a lot of the coaches in our in our region mm-hmm. they're all super helpful and like really nice especially your guys coaches Elk Mountain's coaches are really solid we have had some pretty good coaches I will say mm-hmm. we've only had like <laughs> two coaches <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had a pretty big coaching staff actually I think there's five that are actually um, paid by the school which is yeah a pretty big coaching staff I think yeah for a 300 student school mm-hmm did you, um, are you going to do it again this year? Uh, hopefully. I didn't last year just because there was uh, COVID restrictions. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just hard to do yeah. much of anything last year. Mm-hmm. But hopefully this year I can go back and help a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I liked coaching with uh, high school here, mm-hmm. but the program was just kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, the training programs that they followed, I was like, where'd you get this? <laughs> what sources did you use? <laughs> I just questioned a lot of the things that were going on there. Yeah, there was a coach, I won't mention any names, but I had some issues with when I was in high school. And uh, so a lot of the stuff that me and at least my group of uh, people who I lifted with were we were just making our own workouts and like finding it from other sources Mm -hmm. and then just making our own programming. But I think now there's a lot better programming in Elk Mountain. Yeah. I I won't name names either, but I talked to someone 
who is a wellly high trained individual. Like he's just up there. And he trains for a coach down south. The coach is like renowned as a really good um what's the word I'm trying to say? Recruiter. Mm-hmm. Like he recruits a lot of athletes because it's a paid program and it's a varsity sport at the school. But his like programming style literally looks the same for every single athlete. So like you have athletes that aren't as good, they're getting that program. Mm-hmm. And then you have athletes that are like really good and they're, and they're getting, getting this the same program. And he showed me it and he's like, what do you think of this? And I was like, mm. <laughs> I have a lot to think about that. It's like rule number one that not every athlete is yeah. the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say something. Oh, when did you switch to weightlifting instead uh, of powerlifting? I've only just recently started switching to weightlifting. I wouldn't even say that I'm that good. I think I'm less of like a weightlifter right now. Like I wouldn't label myself a weightlifter yet. I'm more so just a retired powerlifter. <laughs> but I, I don't know. The weightlifting just seemed so like appealing to me. It just seems a lot more technical. And yeah, you don't move as much weight. But the weight that you do move is at least in my eyes, more impressive as far as, like, movements go. And I just found it more appealing, I guess. And hopefully I can uh, end up competing in at least one weightlifting meet within the next year. Do you have any plans for one? Uh, I do not have any, don't have any plans yet, but, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Actually, uh, I was talking with David, and he wants to do another uh, powerlifting meet. So depending on how many people he can get to go. Maybe I'll do well, one last powerlifting meet mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles. I know for a fact that there's the collegiate state is going to be mm-hmm. happening again. I Milwaukee? Mean, yeah, they'll probably have that one every year for the next God knows how many years. Yeah, I mean, it makes money. It's mm-hmm. They run it, it pretty well. They do. The last one was really good. And they I, have us rain sponsor too, so there's I always know. free rain there, so yeah. why wouldn't you want to go? Oh my God, the last one? <laughs> I just remember our, like, we had me... Little posse. Yes, it was Brandon, me, Josh, Lexi, and Matt all shoved in Brandon's Jetta. Yeah, his five-seat manual Jetta. Drove down to Milwaukee at two in the effing morning. Got there for weigh-ins, and I was like, I went out the night before (laughs) (laughs) until like 11. And then I was like, oh, I have to wake up. I didn't even, I literally didn't even sleep. I just like went. And then (laughs) we got there, and I was so like sick from the car ride and then we saw that rain was sponsored and i was like (laughs) give me some of those i i think i literally had at least like close to two grams of caffeine that day my dad showed up to that meet and he had at least four to himself (laughs) or at least took four yeah i mean they were just handing them out like candy so and it's nuts too because they're like 300 milligrams Mm -hmm. a piece and oh, I've had way too much caffeine at powerlifting meets in my past. Did you know in the in like NCAA, caffeine is a it's like not recommended. It's drug. a banned it's a banned substance. It's is it banned? It's it's banned up to two hundred and forty milligrams. Hmm. So you can have a Red Bull and a half. Yeah. And that's it. 
I remember when I was I used to like look through like ingredients of like pre workouts and stuff, especially when I was big into powerlifting because I didn't want to get busted for anything that was uh-huh. like a banned substance. And when I would like look through it, like there's always green tea extract and caffeine that was like mm-hmm. not recommended for use. Yeah, which doesn't really make much sense to me because it's a lot of the stuff that you just pick up from like gas stations and stuff. I, I remember I would show up to. I'd always show up to meets with, like, one or two Red Bulls and a ton of trail mix. Like, that was my thing. It was just trail mix and, like, energy drinks. I used to just destroy boxes of Pop-Tarts because I used to cut weight pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So when I used to cut weight a lot, I would just take a box of Pop-Tarts after weigh-ins, eat a banana, chug some, like, Pedialyte. I never had that issue. Thank God. (laughs) I've been light for meats before. Like, I've had a couple of meats where I've been, like, a pound or two light. And I've had to actually eat a little bit before. But I've never had to, like, lose or cut before. Thank God. Dude, the worst I've ever had is going into weigh-ins one morning for, um, I think it was, like, 2019. The meat I was using to qualify for the Columbus Nationals. Oh, yeah. I weighed in that morning two pounds heavy, and I ran so much that morning and made it exactly on the dot, but that is the most I've ever been overweight. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I've never missed a weight class. Mm. That's rough. I'm, I'm so fun. glad that I've never <laughs> had to do that. I'm, like, really glad. I remember, like, uh, there were some kids, you'd go in the weigh-in room, and there'd be kids that are literally like naked trying to lose it or like trying to cut as much weight off the, as they can. Yeah. That was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> that meat. I was like sweating and like drying myself off. I think the first time I saw George Freeberg naked was in the locker room. Yeah. Trying yeah. to cut. It wouldn't surprise me. I have a video of George at a track meet just dancing away. We had a track meet in Boyceville. I think it was like, was it the one that it got rained out? Yeah. And there was just yeah. like a dance party in the middle of the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I have a video of George dancing in the middle. I don't know how or why, but I do. Because there was like a thunderstorm and everybody got sent in. And so George is like, you know what the one thing I should do at this moment is? Go and dance. That was, the, that was literally the worst track me of my life. Because <laughs> I was a thrower. I mean, obviously I didn't run. Mm-hmm. F that. I ran and I didn't want to run, so I get it. <laughs> I went to throw it. Like, have you ever held a disc? Mm-hmm. They are so slippery already. Yeah. And it was raining really hard that meet, and they got so slippery. And every time I went to throw a disc, it would, like, go 200 yards in the other direction instead of where I wanted to. And I was supposed to qualify for sectionals that meet, and it just, like, went out the window. I was like, no, oh, dang it. Yeah. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. There was a kid at the sectional meet my, like, freshman year of high school that he was going to qualify for state, and he was going to be, like, top five in the state, and then just bombed. That's rough. That is rough. When you're projected such a high place and then bomb out, it it just hurts even more. <laughs> I remember junior year, uh, state was at... Where was State? You would have been a senior. Where was it? Oh, 
It wasn't... That wasn't Mostyn. No, it wasn't Macedo, was it? Or was it Macedo? Mm -mm. Uh... Oh my goodness, where was that? I can, like, picture the gym. Mm -hmm. It wasn't... No. Oh, Racine Orlick. That's what it was. I was projected for second that meet. Got eighth. <laughs> yeah, my junior I didn't, year I was didn't projected. bomb out, but I got eighth. <laughs> my junior year I was projected third, and then I broke my back. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, were you lifting equipped or raw? I was lifting equipped at that point, and I just forgot to buckle my belt, and then I went out there and. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. God dang it. Wait, did you, like, fracture vertebrae or anything? Yeah, I hairline fractured my L5. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was the end of that meet. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was so upset that meet, too. I don't remember what it was, but, like, going into that meet, I was already upset. And then that happened. And I remember I just took my belt and, like, threw it at the bleachers or something. Mm -hmm. And my coach was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just upset. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I haven't done stuff like that before. It's it's a common thing yeah. to do. Just be super pissed if you miss a lift or something. Emotions are running high. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have a lot going into the meet. Like that meet, when I was projected for second, and then I got that, and I was like, what the F? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. You want to answer some questions? I'll answer some questions. I'm trying to find a really good one. I guess you kind of already answered this, but um, how has your training style changed over years? Uh, so, especially when I started lifting, I would say my like motto was just go 110% at all times, no matter what. Uh -huh. So for just years, I just abused my body and just trained 110% every single like training session mm -hmm. like my life depended on it yeah and then it's, i'd say it was probably around like sophomore year of college i realized that like my body just couldn't take it mm -hmm. all the time at 110 percent, and i was just gonna like end up wearing myself out before i could make progress that i wanted to make mm -hmm. so a lot of it has been just like cooling down and like knowing not to when to go past my limits and when not to go past my limits mm -hmm. and uh, I think it's improved a lot it, uh, for me as a lifter because I don't know my body feels better than like it would just like training mm -hmm. five six days a week and trying to max out every single day pretty much I see you and David in there like I feel like every day we we do go in there uh, pretty often I'd say, I, so I can at least get David in there three days a week, just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, but Fridays least. are 50-50, and mm -hmm. Mondays are not a shot. Mm -hmm. But I still like to go in on Mondays and Fridays and just do some lighter stuff and just kind of move weights around a little bit, but mm -hmm. nothing too taxing. And then the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is where most of like the heavy lifting that I do goes in. I do notice that both you and David do take a lot more time to warm up than mm -hmm. I feel like especially David I remember when I came in um and like joined barbell club and everything and David would be in there and he would just like 
hop straight into lifting. Like you wouldn't like warm up much and just like jump straight in. And I feel like that's changed over time for you guys. I used to just stretch my legs, stretch my arms, and then start squatting yeah. or start, start benching. That was yeah. mm-hmm. all it was. I think that's something that I've realized over time. My warm-up for like lower, lower or full body intensity mm-hmm. is like 15, 20 minutes, depending on how I'm feeling. Upper body, 5 to 10 minutes, if yeah. that. I, I usually just, just like, start with like lighter stuff on upper body days. Yeah. I always just, literally, it's like rotator cuffs, triceps, and like lats. That's all I mm-hmm. warm up, and that's it. Yeah, some days it takes me like 30 minutes to warm up, mm-hmm. but... It's the days when you're feeling like you're 80 that you need yeah. to really warm up. It's probably because I'm moving like an 80-year-old why it takes so long. <laughs> um, I guess another question. This one's kind of a, a more fun one. What's been your least favorite job? My least favorite job? Well, let's do... Let's do what's your least favorite, and then what's what's been your favorite job? Uh, well, I like uh, cooking with, uh, or just at a restaurant, I'm a, like being a line cook. It's pretty fast-paced, and like it's easy to not get bored, mm-hmm. which is just kind of like occupying boredom is like 90% of like a job job, right? Because with like an occupation, you're supposed to enjoy it, and you're supposed to like, that's what you want to do. But with a job, I feel like you're just kind of occupying your boredom yep. until you get your paycheck. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just doing something fast-paced is an easy way to do that, I That's feel. pretty stimulating. Mm-hmm. But I'd, my least favorite, I would say landscaping, but the paycheck was so good that like all of, like the just physical abuse of just working landscaping for like 16 hours a day just goes out the window when you get your paycheck. I understand so, that 100%. I think working at a gas station was my least favorite. I won't name the gas station just because, but, but <laughs> I used to work overnights, and my sleep schedule was so bad. My social life just like went downhill because mm-hmm. I couldn't hang out with anybody because I yep. was sleeping for work or going to class. Yeah. And it was just the worst. Yeah. Um... Let's see, let's do another fun one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a couple, like, actually, I saw these. Have you ever watched, there's this channel on YouTube. I don't remember what the channel's called, but they ask, like, not celebrities, but, like, I don't know, higher-end YouTubers or, like, celebrity-ish people mm-hmm. or, like, comedians. They ask them, like, funny questions. Like, would you rather questions? I'll ask one. How long would it take you to eat a whole grocery store? An entire grocery store? How long would it take you to literally eat every single thing in the grocery store? When I watched the video, they answered. (laughs) The first guy was like, two days. (laughs) He said it so fast. And the other guy was like, are you kidding me? How would you eat a whole grocery store in two days? And he's like, I'm Joey Chestnut, bro. <laughs> it was not no, Joey Chestnut, but <laughs> probably like a year. There's someone. It depends on the grocery store, I guess. But like, I know. Say like your average. I don't know Walmart. It's a lot of food in a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Think of 
Oh, I'm trying to think. Think of like a Sam's Club or a Costco. It'd be impossible. That's so much food. It'd take five years just to get through all of it. Every, half of it's expired by the time you get to it anyways. I think I could eat a gas station. <laughs> I, yeah, I could probably eat a gas station like a month. Uh, a grocery store? I, I think I'd give myself a solid two years to eat a whole grocery store. Yeah, I, I think if I was really, really trying, I could get it done in eight months. Mm-hmm. That's even like pushing it. Okay, imagine month to month, you just go from aisle to aisle. Like, you just gotta, oh, <laughs> guess it's potato chips this month. Yep. <laughs> it's <laughs> baby food and pancakes this month. See, the question is, do you, do you just not drink any of like the milk or the dairy products and just let them go bad right away? Then you can oh, throw them out. See, that's another thing too, is you have to think about liquids. Mm-hmm. Almost every grocery store has soda, waters, juices, milk, beer, mm-hmm. liquors. Like, that's so much liquid. Yeah, you can pee in a lot. <laughs> I think another question that they ask, how, <laughs> how long would it take you to drink an entire above-ground pool? Above-ground pool? <laughs> this that... the same guy, the answer to the first question, <laughs> he goes, three hours. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Like, what do you think? You just go out every morning, take your cup, like a glass of water, or just mm-hmm. an empty glass, go up, fill it. Well, you have to think about, too, there's a ton of chemicals in pools. Like, that obviously can't be good for your body. That's true. I, I had figured it was just, like, for the point of the question, we'd have regular drinking <laughs> water. But, true. you know, with chemicals in the water, maybe a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> That's still... <laughs> I, I would give myself, yeah, about that time. Like, I'd give myself, like, a month and a half, two months. There's so much water in an Olympic swimming pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can do it. Would you rather have hot dogs for fingers or hamburger buns for butt cheeks? Oh. <laughs> I, I think I'd have to go with, like, hamburger cheese for butt cheeks. That's I mean, what I was saying. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't do the hot dog fingers. I yeah, actually turned into Joey Chestnut. <laughs> Do you like hot dogs? Dude, the thing is, they're fine, but I've never been, like, a huge hot dog guy. If there's, like, the choice between a hot dog and a burger, 90% of the time I'm going with a burger. But, like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy hot dogs from time to time. I'm more of a brat guy, I guess, I would say. I like brats a lot more than hot dogs. Do you like mustard on your brats? No, actually. I, I like a little... I used to hate mustard as a kid, and then now I like it. I enjoy mustard. A lot of my I, tastes have changed since I was a kid. I don't like it on brats, though. I don't know what it is about brats. I just can't do mustard on them. I can do it on hot dogs, but not brats. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, Let's see. <laughs> what are three movies that you would recommend to anyone uh well my favorite movie is goodwill hunting so that's an amazing movie you have to watch that movie it's so good second and third doesn't really matter but (laughs) that one if if you're gonna watch one i would go with goodwill hunting but see i feel like i watch so many movies that i just forget about all the good movies that i watched Mm mm-hmm if you're looking for like a comedy, 
one of my favorite comedies of all time, and I might get some hate for this, but it's an Adam Sandler movie. That's my boy. I think that is <laughs> one of the funniest, if not the funniest movies on the planet. Is that the one with um, Andy Samberg? Yeah. And Andy Samberg is genuinely a hilarious human yeah. being. <laughs> He's so funny in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> I love that show. Do you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen all of it, but I've, I've watched a That show is hilarious i've been watching a lot of how i met your mother recently and mm, that's I a good show. show very funny i think in terms of like comedies for a movie or movies um adam sandler movies definitely rank like really high mm-hmm. but will ferrell movies i always feel like <laughs> just <laughs> i don't know what they i don't know what like, i don't know what like it is the about the stepbrothers and the anchorman yeah and, they're all just like the other guys. Yep. <laughs> Gator needs his gat. <laughs> Fuck ass bitch. <laughs> you touch my drum set, Jordan. <laughs> Don't touch my drum set. I witness your nutsack on my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is goaded. I would say three movies that I would recommend to like literally anyone is Dark Knight. That's a good one. Back to the Future and um, Arrival by, it's like a newer movie. It's it's about like some aliens that come down to Earth. I think I've seen trailers for it, but I haven't seen the actual movie. so good. I think the third movie that I'll recommend is Treasure Planet, the old school Disney movie. Oh, it yeah. It didn't do super well in like box office or whatever, but I think the movie's fantastic. It's probably my favorite Disney movie. There was... Um, there was one time when Josh and I lived back in the dorms when I came home from class one day and he was watching it and I was like, this is like a fever dream. Like, I, I feel like I remember this movie, but what is it? And he's like, it's Treasure Planet. And then we sat down and watched it. And it was really good. It's super underrated. I don't know what happened or how it didn't do well, but that movie's so good. <laughs> Have you ever seen... Um, Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter? No, I have not. I wanted to watch it, but I never got around to it. I also think that movie is really funny. I've I mean, heard it's pretty good. It's It's got Shia LaBeouf in it. <laughs> and he plays this, like, kind of homeless, like, country boy. And he, like, <laughs> he, like, travels with this kid with Down Syndrome across the country to go to a wrestling camp. The plot of the movie is just kind of weird, but the action and, like, the characters are just hilarious. It's so good. And it's, like, kind of heartwarming. It's just a good movie in general. I could talk about movies, like, all day. And also, did you know that we've been recording for 40 minutes? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Not like 20. <laughs> I know. I say this, this is, like, I say this every single time, but... You could record for like three hours and it feels like maybe an hour. It's super nuts. Um, let's see. What's one question you wish I had asked? <laughs> Damn, Tyler, how'd you get so hot? But we can help you next time. <laughs> Where the F did you get those legs? (laughs) 
Did you know that there were there were girls on our powerlifting team that were like, when I would talk to like you or George, like some of the other guys, they'd be like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that that's Tyler Sam." <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> I'm like, I'm dead ass about that. I don't believe it. I don't, <laughs> I don't lie. I don't lie. All right. I'll take your word for it, Spencer. <laughs> I don't know what good this information does me now, but <laughs> I'm going to treasure it. Yeah, they all kind of have boyfriends now. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Solid? Solid. Was it fun? It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I had a good time. It's always super fun. I, I think this is gonna be. I think I'm gonna release them. Yeah. I got three of them. Let's yeah. just do it. One thing I wish we talked about, I guess, was how they were, or the um, weightlifting, how they plan on taking it out of the Olympics. Talk about it. We're still recording. Oh, well, let's go. Are they I, really planning on taking it out? They they're having like a jury decide on it. I think. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like Olympic weightlifting is, it's literally in the name. It's just it's like, huge. I don't, when I thought of the Olympics, like, for like the past 10 years, that's the first thing I think of usually. Maybe I'm biased because, you know, I'm I, a gym I, rat. But I mean, I usually think of lifting, like, swimming. I think and, of track and field, yeah. And track. Yeah. yeah. Like, those are the main. I didn't know that they were actually thinking about taking that out, though. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, it might not be in the Paris twenty twenty four Olympics. That's kind of nuts, mm-hmm. especially since it has such a huge following. Yeah, and the athletes are really good. Yeah, and it, it I'd feel so bad for all the athletes if it got taken out, especially like. <laughs> I always say his name, Lasha. Lasha Talahate. He's he's Stupid my hero. Strong. He's my hero. <laughs> he is my hero. <laughs> The fact that he can literally snatch, like, almost 500 pounds. Yeah. He can literally snatch, like, some dude's one rep back smack. Back smack. Yeah. Oh, my God. Back squat. Back squat. <laughs> the fact that he can snatch that is nuts. He can just clean and jerk my back squat, Max. And I thought I was strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not weak by any means. But that dude makes everybody look weak. <laughs> he... You see videos in of his training, and you're like, <laughs> I hate this. He just does like hate it here. a couple singles at 220 kilograms. Mm-hmm. Didn't he do like a 225 snatch yeah. before the Olympics? He did. Because he only got a 223 in yeah, the Olympics. I think he got a 223 and was it 275 for his, yeah, for mm-hmm. his. He broke his or own. No, it was 265 for his. He uh, broke his own record. Yeah. And he, he got gold on his openers. Yeah. And on the snatch, I think he got world re- or Olympic record. I believe he was like, God, I don't even know. I think it was like 40 to 60 some kilos above like his next competitor. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just a lot. A lot. Especially in weightlifting where the gap is usually like a kilo. 40 kilos is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot for even like. Even powerlifting, even powerlifting, that's a huge gap. Mm -hmm. That's almost a hundred pounds. It's eighty-eight pounds. Yeah, that's super nuts. Did you see that USA USAPL just released? They're doing a their first like national cash meet. 
Um, you know how USPA does, um, it's called the Kern. The Kern? It's like the US Open for USPA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big cash meet. Mm -hmm. Like, winner takes like 100 grand. USAPL is starting one. That's kind of cool. But Ooh. you have to be like really good to compete. <laughs> yeah, I would assume. And that's the thing about like with an IPF or a USAPL that like you're gonna pay to win you're gonna have to be really good to win okay i just had to pause it okay back to our conversation where were we at i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> you're just talking about weightlifting yeah we're okay i remember we talked about david's knee sleeves but they're so gross there's david bad. if you listen to this please wash your <laughs> sleeves twice three times actually don't even machine wash them literally soak them in bleach for like six to ten hours yeah if you if you just get like a big pot what i used to do in high school with my knee sleeves is just get a big pot and just boil them and then just chuck knee sleeves in them oh really yeah and then just boil them inside of there and then hmm. one thing that i I just looked this up the other day to wash my um, my shoes was you take socks like cotton socks mm -hmm. and you dump baking powder uh, baking soda and cornstarch on them and then just shove them in your shoes and then let them sit overnight I knew that a baking powder and baking soda stuff but, but um, it like soaks up a lot of the moisture and then if you take out the socks and then machine wash them in um your pillowcases it doesn't like ruin them at all mm. yeah and they smell really good now yeah i think you were talking to me about that the other day at the gym how you were planning on washing your shoes they're so bad i put them on and i was like this is rough yeah let's see i i have a problem because i really like wearing white shoes and that's the problem <laughs> but all of my white shoes are just so bad, so I think I have to clean a couple of them. I used to hate wearing... I, I never used to wear uh, white socks because I just hate getting them dirty because mm -hmm. I felt like they got dirty all the time. And now I just bought like a couple pairs or like a six-pack of white socks, and then I put them on the other day, and I was like, they're dirty. <laughs> that just sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I like wearing white socks white shoes but i always have the same problem yeah i wear like the same like nike slip-ons like every day and they're getting so dirty but baking soda is a lifesaver as far as getting the stink away goes yeah and just like getting them back to white it's really solid mm -hmm. yeah okay all right I guess we're done. I guess we're done. Thanks for coming. Yeah, anytime. If you want me back on, I'll come back. There will be more. All right. There Sounds will always good. be more. I guess we'll see you next time. I have no idea how many I'm planning on making, but there will be more. All right. I spent the money. I'm going to get my money's <laughs> worth. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. See ya. All right.